Hello everybody. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast. This is the Mastermind Sal. On the other line, we got the big guy, Rich. What's up, guys? Long time no speak. Long time no speak, indeed, man. It's crazy. Just well, this is the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast. This is our running the ropes shoot segment, I guess we would call it, or a little yeah. thing that we do where we freestyle everything going wrestling right now. Um, again, can you believe 2020 is almost around the corner? It's almost what five years? It's been five years, right? That's Go on five. Five years. That's fucking crazy. Half a decade we've been going strong. That's a big deal. I mean, nonetheless, I mean, what well, we haven't gone ahead and actually, I, I think it's a good time to kind of bring this in right now. We also have a third member, right? Who? 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 Wait, wait. I, I oh, yeah, we do have a third member. We do, we do. Well, well all I know is there's, wrestling, yeah, wrestling spells are ascend. There's are ascend spells in wrestling. R, right? Yeah. Which is rich, which is big guy. Me. Big guy. There's S, That's which it. is Sal, which That's is smart. you. Uh-huh. So who's the N? Who's the N? Nathan? Nathan. Uh, no, that Nathan. doesn't sound right. Uh, I don't think it's Nathan. It's Nathan. Nathaniel? No, that's not Nathaniel. No. Um, no. What else? Uh, hmm. I know it's a Nick. Oh. Yeah, I think. Right. No, no, it's not just any Nick. Not just any Nick. Yes, yes, yes. And it's not just any Nick Lopez. It's right. Nicholas Jason Nicholas Lopez. Jason Lopez. Yes, yes. And he runs his site. All we gotta say is three letters. We've been well, saying this all the time. Well, he has two sites that he runs now. Yep. We forgot. There's a second site that he does. Mm-hmm. There's the famous one, mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Opinion, PWO. Yep. PWO. And for you music fans. He has another page called the Music Bugle, mm-hmm. recently started, which is yeah. basically covering not known bands or music artists that are up and coming. Right. It's a very good site to if you want to learn about upcoming music artists. That's right. But nothing against music, but mm-hmm. the site that everyone should be looking at is. Pro Wrestling Opinion. Yeah. Just for the fact it covers our old stuff. And it's gonna be covering our future stuff. That's right. And it has interviews with a lot of talent. Uh Sal. Yeah. Hit him with the famous story. Cause uh, I know it's on I know you want to. I know. So I just know. get it out. Well well here's here's the new here's the updated version of that story. So I just graduated from school the early this year. So I don't, you know, go to school no more. I mean, I, that's not an excuse. I always tell people, stay in school. Kids, stay in school. But whether you're in school, whether you're in work, at, in my case, I was at work. So I was sitting at work, bored. I got into the room, like, damn, man, what do I do here? I'm freaking bored. So literally, I can't just go on, like, my, you know, on my laptop and just start pulling up, you know, wrestling clips. Otherwise, the, you know, boss is going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Even though my boss likes wrestling, so he's like, you know, cool. Yeah, right. first. yeah he would have been like, no problem. But then he would be like, hey. Can't be doing that. So I'm like, all right, no problem. So then what's the best thing? Pop my earbuds in. I started listening to, you know, RSN. Started listening to all this stuff. And if anything, also I started looking at all the stuff on PWO. PWO right there shows all the things. I can actually start going and look, looking at everything. I'm like, oh, wow. So I'm actually getting all my covers there, up to date, minute by minute, segment by segment. And it kind of seems like everything's going on right there. And on top of the fact, now that I got my earbuds in, literally just go ahead Pop up, pop up one of the archives that he has on the website and literally have all of our old podcasts there. So you can see everything. Oh, you, know you know which one the fans should be listening to? Which one? Well, as everyone knows, it's December. Yep. It's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. What is our tradition? Every year. We've been doing this, what, since 2014, 2015? Mm-hmm. 2014. So we had it for 2014. We had it for 2015. We had it for 2016, 17, 18. This is going to be 19. This is our sixth at year year end in review or quote-unquote Slamalamis. That's what we call it. Slamalamis. The Slamalamis. Yes, yes. And this, little Slamalamis. Little Slamalamis. And basically, this is where we just go ahead and break down the full year, going through every single uh, kind of category, breaking down all the things, talking about what's the good parts of the year, the bad parts of the year. We talk about best female star, best male star, tag team, match, oh my God moment, bot, breakout star, top prospect, uh, you know, pipe bomb segment, you know, you name it. And we are actually debuting a new category this year. Yes, new category. It's going to be the best overall performer. Right? Best overall performer. P. 
PWI don't got nothing on us. So that basically means it could be a male or a female. Male or female, yes, yes. And again, there's a lot of it's an interesting year for this year, so definitely you can check that out on our um like I said on all of our different platforms that we're on. So we're on Anchor, YouTube, and all other stuff too. And also on PWO, where else you can also check it too. You gotta talk about the punchline, man. The the tagline. Come on. It's tagline time. What what time is it? It's tagline time. Come on, come on, man. You got <clears throat> take it away. Reading reading is fundamental. Reading about wrestling puts you over. I was gonna say reading and in parentheses listening if you got a chance. So of course, yeah, because yeah, you can actually listen to all stuff too as well. So you know that's another thing too. But yeah, nonetheless, that is true. Yeah, but nonetheless, let's talk about this whole time period, man. The draft came up, or the quote-unquote shakeup came up. The brands got the brands got split and everything, and then you know, oh, it started out with. What'd you call it? Um, the SmackDown roster not being able to show up because of the Saudi Arabia show. And who comes up? NXT. So we mm-hmm. from here, this whole thing. NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. Or NXT, like I like to call it, versus the main roster. Man. Or as Tommaso put it, the main roster versus the second roster. Ooh, put it down. Because, as everyone knows, the real talent is in NXT. Quality-wise. I mean, I, I think we've always said this. We've always been big proponents for this. Every single big weekend, every whether it's a WrestleMania, whether it's a Survivor Series, whether it's a Royal Rumble, whether it's anything, a SummerSlam weekend, whenever we go ahead and look at the whole week in review, do we say Raw or SmackDown was good? No, no, no. Do we say the pay-per-view was good? Oh, hell no. We look at TakeOver and we go, that stole the whole show. I can't even tell you the last main roster pay-per-view that was good that's true especially after this whole hell in a cell bullshit that happened it's like oh my god i don't know like you know there hasn't been a single good pay-per-view i'd say in a while like i could probably say i can't even tell you yeah my mind is is blank right now it's totally blank and i I mean if if i was to ask you the same question for nfc takeover i think the last good one might have been money in the bank i'd say yeah for this year money in the bank but i'd say before that in my opinion, probably No Mercy 2018 or Great Balls of Fire. Even though it was a bullshit name, but it was some really good matches on that Yeah, card. it's that bad if we can't even remember. Exactly, if we can't remember. That's the thing, too. But, I mean, if, if you pose the same question for NXT, if you said, oh, which was the best NXT takeover? <laughs> no, here's, here's a better question. Yeah. What was the worst takeover? <laughs> no, you can't say that. You cannot say that. It's It's... You really... At this point... I wouldn't even rank any of them as worst. I think thing. the worst one. Yeah. And this is going back years. Really? I think the worst one might have been Fatal Four Way. Fatal. I don't which had, that one. Which still had a great card. The main event was Tyson Kidd versus Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor versus Tyler Breeze. Wow. And that was like a stale. Well, I guess it was a stale build. I think that's probably why because it didn't really put that much onto it. But when you look at, like, even with, so, I mean, we talk about this all the time. They literally just get one ad, one ad that says, okay, you know, right before the weekend of the pay-per-view, they say, oh, you know, we have, you know, this is, this is the NXT takeover, you know, it's, it's coming up on Saturday, by the way, you know, and they have all the other stuff going on, you know? So it's like, all right, let's just go ahead and do that. So now it's like, you know, you know, what, what, how can we, com- you know, compare with that? You really can't at this point, you know? It's just like, all right, fine. So regardless <laughs> of comparing. Yeah. Yeah, whether whether you see NXT is still the same thing over and over, you know, it's not it's not really gonna be any different, you know. So all the you know, you look at it, you know it's gonna be a good show, you know. Yeah. But there really is no mm-hmm. comparing anything. Yeah, that's true. But I mean if you're looking at you I mean you can't compare yeah. you can't compare main roster, mm-hmm. the quote unquote main roster. That's right to NXT. That's right. Well, let me tell you, what, what do you think about this whole thing with the whole takeover and everything? Do you think it was booked properly? <clears throat> All I gotta say is there's two MVPs of that weekend. Keith Lee right. and Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Yep. And that's a fact. Cause, I mean, I, like you could say that Adam Cole probably pulled what AJ Styles pulled back in 2017. The end of 2017. Oh, when he did the Two countries in three days. Yeah, the, the dude went from South America, did I think it was a live show, 
Went to the pay-per-view the it same was, night? Um, yeah, it was a live show in yeah. South America. That's right. Dude fucking flew to Cali. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? I think it was a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's right. He went from South America on Saturday. Right. Flew to Cali Sunday for a pay-per-view last-minute <laughs> match against Finn Balor. That's right. Which stole the fucking show, by the way. Stole the fucking show, indeed. Yes, yes. Stayed there, worked Raw, and worked SmackDown. That's right. And, that's and that just proves yeah. AJ could adapt to anyone. Definitely, definitely. And I think really what the big thing was the fact that same thing you could say about Adam Cole. Adam Cole did all that and literally they told him, okay, you have to get to a plane in New York and Buffalo. Literally five minutes or like, what is it, like 50 minutes before the flight, he was literally just landing off the plane. And they said, okay, now you got to go out there and perform. No script, no nothing, no, okay, you know, here's how, here's how you get, get a feel of the ring. Here's how you get a feel of, you know, Daniel Bryan, this, that. No, he said, no, 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 you're facing right there, right then and there. That's it. Just roll with it. A lot of pressure, would you say? Especially when the NXT title's online, that's a big deal too. Yeah. And on top now of it. fast forward. Yeah. Now fast forward a week yeah. to take over. Yeah. Oh man, that match. Did the War Games match. And then worked the match against Pete Dunn. That's crazy. And not just him. Fish and O'Reilly. Yeah. Had a great tag team match. That's right. And I Roddy think, Strong yeah. had a great triple threat match. Roddy Strong just fucking killed it in that match. I think I think one of the big thing with that is I mean they could say that he <clears throat> stole the victory. But I think at the end of the day, it's, a, you know, he really pulled out, like, you know, what he could. If you look at the whole War Games match, the concept is probably, you know, probably one of the most, like, intense matches you could think of, right? Double but, ring, double yeah. cage. Double pressure. Anything goes. And then on top of the fact, now you got to fight the next night, you know, for Adam Cole's all kid. All fucked up. All fucked up, all bruised up. Fuck it. You just got to do it. Actually, I take that back. We could throw Rhea Ripley in there also. Rhea, oh my god. Rhea, she's been dominating. I'd say, you know, if, if I think she's one of those candidates for either Woman of the Year or Best Performer of the Year. That's yeah. a fact. That's a fact. I think in all I would people, say Breakout. Yeah. But there's nothing that she has to break out from. No, nah, well, yeah, exactly. What's there to break out from? She came well, she, she came to the PC, WWE's PC in like, what, 2016 or 2014 or 2015, something like that. And uh, had- 2016, mm-hmm. she competed in the first May Young Classic. That's right. Won the UK title. Yeah. And she had such a transformation. She lost the UK yeah. title and then came right up to NXT. Yeah. And if you look at her whole transformation, she went from this like blonde, you know, Barbie looking ass motherfucker. As to, the, <laughs> yeah. To as the fucking, meme says. Yeah. As the meme says. Yeah. Rhea Ripley went from. How are you doing, ma'am? Yeah, exactly. To your son calls me mommy now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's a fact. And I, I have sure. a question, though. Yeah. This has no offense to any of the women that listen to us. Yeah. We love all you girls that listen to us. Mm-hmm. So, when a female turns heel, yeah. is it just me? Or does that female wrestler get 800 times hotter? It's true. It's true. I mean, the thing is, it's a different side. That's why. Look I at Dakota think. Kai. Yeah. That's she true. was cute. Yeah. As a little girl next door. Yeah. She turns heel on Tegan Knox. Yeah. Holy shit! Transformation, man. It's fucking wild. It's wild. I mean, I mean, the only exception you could say probably Bailey, because Bailey, I was, yeah. I was like, the whole I learned thing is like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You know, Sasha looks good heel. Sasha, yeah, Sasha. I mean, all she really did was just change her hair, but still, it's something you know. It's like, all right, whatever. You know, we'll take that. Plus, she went blue, so that's kind of my color. That's right. That's right. So, so I mean, that made me like her even more. <laughs> that's right. But I mean, I mean that. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're looking at the whole, like, even the whole card with the women's match and all that stuff. The thing is, I think that's what it fucked up. This whole Survivor Series pay per view. They had the woman end the night, and again, this isn't a bad thing. Saying, oh, you know what, the women suck and everything. The women's division is probably the highlight of wrestling right now, uh, over these times right now. But why... Your opinion, what was the highlight of the weekend? Like, pick one match. I'd probably say War Games. 
The war which games. one? The war games match. The 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 one which with the one? uh Adam Cole. The, the one spot that sticks out to me that whole week, Tommaso Ciampa on the top. He goes oh, ahead. Doing the yeah. fairy tale ending. Exactly. And then what do you see? Like literally, he, he he puts him into the table right there. Bam! The fairy tale ending right there. And then next thing you know, the camera zooms out to who? Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Did you see what Triple H said? I heard. I heard about the whole thing. He's like, oh, he's denying. He's the like, cameraman yeah. didn't know who she was. What kind of bullshit is that? He just went to the female that had the best reaction. Guess who the cameraman was? Who was it? Kevin Dunn. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I mean. I mean. You never know. It, it probably was Kevin Dunn. I mean, that's the thing. Kevin Dunn's the one that promotes these things. So, I mean, he's the one that does the production. So, you know, he probably didn't know my either. My pick. My pick for a match of that weekend. The women's one. What? what really? Which one? The the triple threat? No, the women's war games. Women's war games. So we got two. War- so that, again, that that brings up to our first point again. From the for first from the beginning when we we're talking about this, if you look at the whole weekend, takeover takes over. Honestly, my pick just for the fact. Yeah. Rhea and Candice won in a four on two. That's right, and and then on Survivor Series she was out number two, but she ended up winning though. So I mean that's you know. I am mad that they made my girl Tony look like a little bitch. To That's be true. honest. That's true. They they took her out or something, right? They totally took her out. Cause every fan knows mm-hmm. my favorite NXT female is Tony Storm. Tony Storm, yeah. But now, I mean, here's here's one thing. They had a lot of different like spots. I think that's what really good so in the, in the men's match, men's Survivor Series match. Really good spots. In the women's Survivor Series match, really good spots. I mean, how many times did we see, what you call it, um, what's her name? Uh, we saw Io Shirai and... Um, Bianca had a great performance yeah. also. Bianca had a really good performance, crazy. Uh, Matt Riddle, Matt fucking Riddle and Keith Lee. Come on, man. And those two matches, like I'm telling you, they, they had a lot of NXT stars that really like made their mark that night. Walter. Walter did pretty good too, exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, QC look, had a great performance in the yeah. Survivor Series match. Yeah. Supposedly, Vince is high on him, which is kind of like, yeah. wow. Don't be surprised if you see a call-up. I hope I hope he gets called up. I hope he gets it's the world It's a proven fact. He's going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I think because He's going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Riddle's going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. <sighs> Probably Damien. Damien. Damien, uh, yeah, Priest, right? Yeah. Or Punisher Walter. Martinez. Yeah. Walter, for sure. Yeah. But again... Don't I, be surprised if you see a... If you see, it's going to be 30 men. Don't be surprised if you see 10, 10, and 10. I most likely, I think that's what's going to happen. It's Don't just, be surprised if it's yeah. 10 Raw, 10 SmackDown, 10 NXT. It's just, like how, it's just like how it was 10 years ago when they had ECW, Raw, and SmackDown. Same kind of deal. 10, 10, 10. They're going to have this <clears> again. Unless they do a 40 where it's 10, 10, 10 and surprise entries. And, le- and legends and stuff, I guess. So, you know, they could do it like that. So but, you might get a 40 man. Yeah. Well... I mean, before we go into Rumble 20, uh, what about, so let's talk about this whole thing with, uh, what do you call it? D- just to get it out of the way, yeah. let's talk about the downfall of ROH. Yes, yes, so ROH first, yeah. I mean, ROH, what do you think is happening with this? We went we went there last, was it two years ago? Around, I think it was this month, last two years ago. We went to Hammerstein Ballroom, really good quality show. You go over there, you're like, damn, man, it's a hell of a talent here. They got all this stuff. They got Jay Lethal, fucking Matt Taven. So they got a whole bunch of stuff there, you know, all these guys. But you know, now looking at it, what do you think? They just got raided. What do you think, really? What it is, or just like Impact, where they're just going down now? It's this is bad. Yeah. Just for a fact, look how much talent they lost. That's true. They kind of got raided in a sense. The boys just got signed. The boys, yeah. Uh, Don Castle's boys. Yeah. They just got signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fired Kelly Klein over some stupid shit. That's right. Supposedly that was a it's big not highlight. her fault. She had a concussion. That's right. And not her fault. I mean, we really don't know the full story. So, you know, you never know what it might be. Because, you know, of course there was history where talent might, you know, they might say, oh, no, we're not doing this. There might be more politics. You never know. So there's probably something else going on under there. But it's hard to say, you know. Um, but then, I mean, speaking of controversies uh-huh. like that, former ROH talent, a- uh, ACH. 
fucking. Come on, man. I mean, we were talking about this before the podcast. What do you? Uh, you you got to tell us about Fuck the whole. Him. You got to tell us about the whole Twitter interaction. I mean, of course. By the way, guys, by the way, you know we got fucking guy. Yeah. fucking guy blocked me. He blocked him on Twitter. That's the thing. Rich runs our our Twitter page and our Instagram page, so he goes run the he co runs the Instagram page with me. But you, you got to tell him, Rich. Tell him the whole interaction. Oh no, it wasn't the um, podcast page. It was my personal account. He blocked. Oh really? It's a personal account. Okay. So he went on. The past, as everyone knows, the past couple of weeks, Jordan Miles, ACH, whatever the fuck you want to call him, mm-hmm. goes on his rants, blah, 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 WWE is racist, they released a racist shirt, which is bullshit, because everyone knows, if you're a talent, you approve the shirt, Yeah. any merchandise, before it gets released. That's right. So him. apparently they released the show without his knowledge. Yep. And he thought so it was, it's racist. And he thought it was blackface or something. It looked like it was blackface. But then they slowly had to remove it and like, oh no, no, that's you know, that's too sensitive material. And then he goes on there saying, I prove that shit. Like they just they gave uh, something else. And then this morning he goes on a rant again saying he's quitting professional wrestling. Two hours after he signs with Major League Wrestling, MLW. MLW. And I just curse him out. I'm like, fuck you. Professional wrestling doesn't need you. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get more clout. Mm-hmm. Trying to pull the race card. That's right. Ten minutes later, I go on his page. Super ACH has blocked you. Crazy. I mean, that's the thing. I think the big thing, and they said this on on Raw recently, like uh, like probably last week. Drew McIntyre was in a segment with Randy Orton, and he was saying some shit about, oh, you know, today's generation likes to go out there and you know likes to complain on social media before talking it's to anybody true. else. And it's true. It's a fact. I think that was a little bit of Triple H. I thought you were because yeah. everyone made a joke for the past two weeks. Yeah. Drew McIntyre and Randy, Mm -hmm. they got into a little chopping match during their match. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you won the title 93 times. Slaps him. And then Orin holds his chest like he's in pain. Mm -hmm. He's like, you were supposed to be the chosen one. Slaps him. (laughs) And then Drew just hits him one more time. It was funny. Wow. I mean, that segment was pretty good, too. I mean, the way that he was talking about it, and it's kind of reminiscent of old school Randy Orton. So, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, where we look at it and kind of go, okay, I see what they're trying to do there. They're trying to give him more character development. So, it's interesting to see that. My whole thing is, where is he going? Because exactly. his contract's up soon. Exactly. I mean, it's. I think he might resign. Looking at the way that WWE is trying to treat their talent. Either that or he's just going to retire. I don't think he's going to Remember, retire. he has his own family now. He got his own family. I mean, AJ's been saying that for a while now. AJ's been wrestling for what? No, no, but AJ officially confirmed he is only doing two to three more years. True, true. That's right. That's right. I see that. And, but he even said, he said, after I'm done with wrestling, I'm probably going to retire. So, I mean, again. Like, completely. He doesn't want nothing to do with wrestling anymore. Yeah. I mean, so, I think CM, AJ's yeah. officially going to be finished. Well, speaking of that, we also had CM Punk come back. Which I kind of go. Fuck him, too. Again, I say fuck him. I said this from the start. You know, and and people always made this argument saying Warrior came back, Hart, Bret Hart came back, you know, uh, Sting went to WWE eventually, Bruno San Martino came back. Okay, fine, but, you know, never say never, I understand that. But the thing is, this guy left the company, came, on talked all that terms. shit. Yeah, left on bad terms, talked all that shit, stabbed all the wrestling fans in the back, and now he comes back and we expect to just bring him back in. And there's fans bringing him back in. Go, like, oh, don't get know. me wrong, I was one of the biggest punk supporters. Yeah. But I understand why I understand why he left. Yeah. The whole oh, I don't have to run the ropes. I'm not a fucking rookie. I know I have a concussion. That's right. But don't say you're never gonna come back and then six years later you walk fucking back in. Exactly. Wait. If you recall, didn't he say the same thing about the rock? He said that you yeah. go away for six years and you just waltz back in, no problem. Exactly. What did Punk do? He waltz back in with no problem. Exactly. Kind of being hypocritical in a sense. And I mean that's my, my argument too, is the fact that this guy just you know, he disrespects the you know wrestling industry like that, 
puts it down. Like the thing is, you work for this, you know, you work for this industry for a long time, and he worked since like I the IWA days, since ROH, all that stuff, and then you know, moved up slowly, and then all of a sudden he just abandons all that. He abandons all his friends, his colleagues, all that shit. Talk shit about fucked them. over his best friend Colt. Yeah, fucked over Colt Cabana, all this shit. I mean, we really don't know the full fact, the full details of that. But I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like it just I says, believe Colt. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of says like well, the kind of person that you are. Like you're, you know, if the you guy know. fucking laid out a million and a half. Yeah. For a lawyer. In a lawsuit, That's some bullshit too. I'm gonna pay you back. Yeah. Uh, Phil, where's my money? Yeah. What money? I don't owe you nothing. Bullshit, man. I'm telling you. I mean, it just kind of brings up the fact that, you know, this is why all that shit's going down. And then it's like everybody's in their separate directions. You got Joe on WWE backstage now. You have, you know, Daniel Bryan. Just wrestling. throwing it out there. Yeah. Great fucking announcing on Raw. Oh, man. He did a really good job. If Joe retires. Yeah. I think he has it. He's basically the new Taz. Yeah. I think like, he has. Yeah. Like what He has it. Yeah, like, an like, like what Taz was from 2001 when he retired to like 2008, 2009 when he stopped announcing is the same thing as what Samoa Joe is about to do now. It looks like it's the same way. But I kind of got that same sense from him. And I mean, the thing is, it's a good role for him because it was a couple years ago he left Impact because of the fact that he felt like he wasn't getting paid as much. Like AJ had the same issue. And now, you know, he's at the top of the stage, the, the top company in the world, WWE, the most corporatized. And business. now it's just... He's injured all the time. He's injured, but I mean, he's making good money now. Like he's doing other gigs now. He's doing backstage. He's doing all this other stuff. Up, up, down, down. He's making money either way. So I mean, I'm happy for him. I think he's a great replacement for Dio Madden, though. He is. He is definitely. What do you think about Dio Madden going to? Um, so is he saying that he's he's he stopped announcing or he's fired or? No, he stopped announcing. Easy way to put it, he got balls on him. Right. He's going back to the ring. Because he wants to take out Brock. Really? So, he got fucking balls on him. Yeah. That's true. Or I think I, what I heard the story was that he, like, Vince said that you're not doing a good job, you know, and then he said, oh, I might as well be a wrestler. Nah, it was because Brock went off script because hmm. I read something. Oh, really? Remember when Brock couldn't do the table? Right, right. He wasn't supposed to do that. He was only just to, supposed to push him. Oh, and right. Dio was just supposed to fall. So Dio was supposed to sell it, but he didn't. No, no. He wasn't even supposed to be at five. Oh, really? Oh. Brock Brock went off script. Oh, okay, okay. Brock was just supposed to shove him, and Dio was supposed to just fall. Oh, okay. That's Brock crazy. put him into an F5 and broke the table. That's crazy. And then I think, like, you know, a couple of years ago, he did the same thing with, with, I think it was Cole and Michael Cole and um, who else? Oh, when he f 5 him randomly? I found him randomly and it was a thing. he was fined? Yeah, he was fined, quote-unquote. I mean, the the thing is, like, with Brock... Is that when Paul came out with the singles? No, no, no. So, so I think, what was it? Uh, No, no, it was a Stephanie McMahon segment. This is, so this is 2015. Um, You know, he loses a title against Seth Rollins in a triple threat. And then, you know, comes out, he's like, I want a match, I want a match, I want a match. They don't give him a match. And then, you know, he ends up going and kicking the cameraman's ass. He started throwing over tables and then... Grabs Michael Cole, brings him to the ring, and then and then um, I, I felt yeah. bad for Michael Cole's shoe because it was just oh. laying there. Yeah, it was just laying there. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh man, what that shoe, man, shit. And then the next thing you know, come you on. see him. Yeah. Like, come on, the shoe. Yeah. Really. The shoe. Really. Come on. The shoe. Really couldn't have to do that. Come on, man. But then you know, it shows how much savage he is and shit like that. But then you know, this guy threw a belt at Vince after WrestleMania 34. You know, how much more immunity can this guy get? And it's like, all right, whatever. You know. And he said, go fuck yourself. He said, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like... Do the title, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Was Which, that against Goldberg? No, that was, uh, that was against, I think, uh, uh, Roman. Roman. That Roman. was Roman. Roman, Roman, yeah. So I think he wasn't happy with the finish because he was getting booed. But that's from what I heard. But that's what I've seen. But I think it was... Because from what I heard, he actually wanted to put Roman over. Yeah, he wanted to put Roman over. Because him and, and Roman are really good friends behind backstage, I think. And Was know, that the... Um, oh, no, that was in Suplex City. Suplex City. This is this is when no, this is after Suplex City. Yeah, Suplex City. That Suplex City uh, podcast. That was a hard by idea by Bad oh, Creative. Oh man, Bad Creative. Exactly, exactly. Bad Creative. That, that was a big excuse. It was Kevin Dunn. It was Kevin Dunn. Okay. Thank you, 
Thank you, Le Champion. Yeah, Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Well, let's talk about this, man. The bubbly. The fucking bubbly, man. Yo, Sal, you know what you get me for Christmas? What are we getting for Christmas? You're getting me a little bit of the bubbly. The bubbly. Yes, yes. Not just any bubbly. This is Chris Jericho's own fucking branded bubbly, man. That's crazy. This guy made top sales. It's only two bottles for $40. That's wild, man. That's that's not bad. That's not actually a bad price. That's all right. I understand that, you know. Champagne can be expensive, but twenty dollars a bottle, that's not bad. Jericho, if you're hearing us, we could advertise for you if you wanted to, man. Come yeah. On. Come on. All, all we want is return. Just mention us on TV and Just send us a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly, please. That's it. If you want to put us on the lexicon, go ahead. Fuck it. I'm all game for it. Fuck it. So this, so this guy, this I just want to be mentioned. Yeah, this guy went from the it the 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 list to the lexicon. That's a big deal. Not even the list. The original list was the list of a thousand and four moves. That's right. That was the original list. This is list two point in WWE, and now it's much better. The lexicon. Well, out of those thousand and four moves, how many moves were the armbar? I think it was the majority of them. Probably ninety percent. We gotta ask. We gotta ask Dean Malenko then. Dean Malenko will probably know. Malenko is the man of a thousand moves. Thousand moves. Jericho is the man of a thousand and four. That's right. That's right. Well, what about? Well, I think. Well, so before. Well, I think we'll, we'll go from here. Um, the Survivor Series. So one more second. One sec. So we had. Uh, what you call it? Speaking of Malenko and everything, Dominic, man. What do you think about Dominic and everything and that match against Brock? Because it was a match with, uh, what was it, Mysterio and Brock for the title. What comes out after that, you know, this whole thing, you know, Brock comes in ready, ready to defend the title. Next thing you know, and then, you know, he's beating his ass and shit. Dominic comes out, ready to throw on the towel. Oh, psych. Low blow. Gets him right there. To be honest, comes up, yeah. I thought I wanted Dominic to turn. Oh, you want Dominic to turn that? <laughs> I was talking to my boss about yeah. From what I heard, yeah, Mysterio wants Dominic to be his final match. So what I'm sense. guessing yeah. is that might happen at Mania. You never know, it might. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, then picture yourself. You know, I, I think I, I can still like you know see that moment when when you saw him try to jump on top, frog splash. Next thing you know, Dominic comes up, frog splashes on top of him. They both cover him. One, two, three, and you thought, oh my God, Ray's gonna win the title. Holy shit, he's going to win the title. Just throwing it out there. That father son 619 <clears throat> had me in the fields right there. Yeah, that is it. Had me in the fields too, for sure. I think everybody in that crowd was like on their feet for, for a good 10 minutes. And then next thing you know, everything, oh, that's it, didn't work. Like, come on, man. They just buried him again. Okay, whatever. Whatever. On to the next one. But now it's like, come on, man. Because that was actually, that was, it was, that was really sweet. That's right. It was a really good moment. It was a really good moment. Had they had. Actually- and Dominic actually did it really well. Dominic did fucking great. And that's the thing. He was trained by Lance Storm, and he's set to go to the to PC next year. So He's already there. It was, he, I think, yeah, they're, they're starting him, but they're going to announce him as one of the people um, uh, starting in uh, 2020. So I guess... I think he uh, might actually be in the Rumble. I hope he is. I hope. I hope. I hope they can fast-track him, and he can become like, the top star. So you never know. But... um. Well, I think we didn't talk about this also. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt and his new titles. The Fiend is gold. Fiend is gold. But that $6,000 belt? $6,500. Oh, and plus tax, seven grand. Seventy-one eighty to be exact. Who the fuck is going to pay seventy-one eighty for a belt? You'll be surprised. Nah, I, can no... tell you who, I can tell you who won't be paying that much. Yeah, I can tell you that too. Fans who actually follow ProWrestlingOpinion.com. That's right. That's true. You're one number one Cheap source. plug for you. Yeah. Cheap little plug for you, Nick. Cheap. Uh, I like what you did there. I like what you did there. Cheap plug. Uh-huh. It's funny. But yeah, PWO. Three letters. We always talk about it. You can check it out there. Again, and then the next thing is you don't have to pay seven grand for it. It's literally right there for free. How much better can you get than that? I mean, my speaking beef is... Of, yeah. Speaking of paying, yeah. did you hear uh, WWE Network finally confirm something? A free, I heard there's like a free thing, right? 
They're going to be doing three tiers. Wow. They're trying to do like Disney Plus then. Three tier is going to be all stuff that's on it, mm-hmm. plus the pay-per-views. The fuck? So it's actually doing the pay-per-views? The, I think it's twelve ninety nine tier. Oh, wow. I want to say. That's wild. I think it's twelve ninety nine is going to be all the footage on the network, mm-hmm. the live programming, which is TakeOver and the pay-per-views, and I think Evolve. That's crazy. So this is the first time they're bringing in... Oh, wait, wait, no, no. There's one more tier. Oh, really? Fourteen ninety nine, which includes Evolve, ROH, and TNA. Really, and New Japan. That's so, like, so you could possibly watch AJ versus Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom. That's not bad. I mean, that's the thing. I think where WWE they're trying to go for content, and I think that's where the world is now. Like you saw, Disney Plus came out recently. Freaking Hulu, like Netflix, they all have their own studios now. They're making their own movies. They're making their own budget films and everything. So, you know, it's good to kind of have your own content and then build up on other content too. So, you know. Yeah, but my whole thing is, why should the people who had the network since day one have to pay more when in the last seven years, Mm -hmm. it's been shitty fucking pay-per-views? That's true. That's true. And what's going to be a selling point now? So that kind of brings up the fact, like, unless you have The Fiend showing up every time, you know. Like, to be honest, mm-hmm. I let my network go. Yeah. Um, but I think I think also, yeah, the reason that they're also doing is just to try to deter um, illegal streaming, which I think is still a big problem because a lot of people are still illegally streaming everything. You know, no one's going to try to, everyone's going to try to find some way to cheat out of that, either by a trial or a slip. And there is. Yeah, yeah. So I, if they're trying to do this, to, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been saying it for how long that I'm letting my network go. Yeah, I actually follow through. I let it go. Really? I did it almost four, four times this year. Four times. What? Four times. I canceled. I canceled it. We started it. Canceled. We started it. Canceled. We started it. So if there was like to use the same email. No, I didn't get the email. No. So how do you do it? I went through, not if, so there's a, a, a setting on it. If you go through the, the thing, it'll tell you how to cancel it and everything right there. So you said, uh, I think it was like my account. And then from there, you can just cancel right there on the spot. But when you reactivated it, did you have to use a new email? No, you can use another email, no problem. Like what I did was I just applied for another email. It gave me a free month. And then, you know, I would maybe cancel again or whatever case, so I still buy it. There's times where I buy it and I would keep going with it. But then at some point, I'd be like, after, like, you know, especially Hell in a Cell. That made me just quit right there. I said, no, nope, fuck it. Survivor Series, okay, you brought me back in. Let me see how it's brought back in. Because you know? I'm thinking about just doing the big four. Big four? Yeah. I think a lot of people are. Because now it's like, you know, just, there's no point. Because there's no development, I think. That's really what it is. And now we're going to, we're heading into Royal Rumble. You know, this is a big show. You know, there's a lot of things that are leading up into WrestleMania. We just got to see how it's going to line out, you know. Well, I mean... Cause- the yeah. thing I'm really going to miss, to be honest, yeah. it's TakeOver. Because right. NXT's on USA now. That's right. That's right. But now, like I said, now they they taking that out now. So now it's just documentaries and all the other stuff. So I think that's really what it is now. But if anything, I mean, there's always, you know, different... There's always another way you can listen to all this stuff and follow that. You know how? Yeah. Three letters. PWO. Yeah. There's another cheap another plug. Point. There's another cheap plug. Right there, Nick. That's for you. But yeah, I mean, three so far. Three so far, indeed. Yes, yes. But I mean, nonetheless, before we go, I think we got to talk about one last thing Royal Rumble 2020. So we're going to have our year end review show next. But before well, we go into that, I know, yeah. I know we're like a month and a half away. Yeah. I already got my picks. Really? Mail match, the Mel Royal Rumble, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. That's pretty interesting. The female match, as much as it hurts me to say this, because I'm not that big of a fan of her, mm-hmm. Shayna. Shayna Baszler. Because they want to bring her up as soon as possible. Right. And they want to do Becky versus Shayna at WrestleMania. 
That'd be dope. That'd be dope too. I mean, that was yeah. supposed to be the original match at Survivor yeah. Series. That's right. But I think the way that they ended it, they were trying to, I guess, hint at that. So you never know. It, you're right. It could happen. But as everyone saw in the ending, Becky got pissed, mm-hmm. attacked her, mm-hmm. which has me thinking they want to bring up Shayna, mm-hmm. win the Rumble, go to WrestleMania, and fight Becky one on one. That kind of yeah. I mean, I think, well, just along the lines that you said. So, I mean, for me, the women's match, I feel like it's going to be Ronda Rousey. Simply because we talk about this year after year. We've said this since 2016 or 17. We said that, you know, they're going to set up four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. The moment that they got signed, we thought, oh, shit, they're going to set it up right there. It took some time. I think now's the time. I thought that was going to be a Survivor Series match. I thought it was going to be Survivor Series too, but I, they didn't go with that. Because that would be the perfect setup. It was, yeah. It was going to be really good. Or elimination. Yeah, but they didn't do that at all, so it's kind of it's kind of weird now. And then I mean, especially when you see on NXT now recently, they had Shayna Baszler, um, what you call it, being helped out by what you call it, two of the other four horsewomen. Uh, when they're when, Justin yeah. Duke and Marina Shafir. Marina Shafir, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like again, they're I guess they're teasing at it. So I mean, now this is a perfect time. If you think about the whole story, think about it. this WrestleMania. Ronda Rousey lost the title to Becky. Becky was the one that won over. Next thing you know, you know, like if you think about it now, she won the Rumble, right? She came entered the Rumble, won the Rumble. Rousey comes back. I think this is what's gonna happen. Rousey's gonna come back at Royal Rumble, make a shock appearance. She goes ahead, wins the Rumble. Next night. They go ahead and tease that rematch for the title. It's gonna happen again, and then that so will just yeah. how you mean yeah. just how Becky did it last year. Just how Becky did it last year, and then right. yeah, and then basically it's just gonna be a re- recap of of uh, what you call it this year, but then this time Rousey wins, and then basically I think it will be something about how four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. I think that's really where we're gonna go at with that with the men's and do that at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam, exactly. SummerSlam or Survivor Series, whatever the case is. But for me, I think. The big thing for me, I think, we were wrong for the men's. I mean, we've said this all the time. I think I've heard about this. If you look at the universal title picture, what you call it? Ray's going to be holding the title for a while. They said the rumor was they're trying to have Roman win the, win the Rumble. I don't think that should happen. And I think the other thing they were saying was that Kane, either Kane Velasquez was going was gonna, to was gonna face uh, Brock Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania. I heard Tyson Fury, actually. Tyson Fury, wow. So, so I mean, but that's the thing, too. It kind of brings up the fact that it's like, so we already oh, know. Yeah. I read something today while I was on my way to work. Really? Vince wants to do the UFC champ, really? Cain Velasquez, mm-hmm. versus the WWE champ, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, versus the boxing champ, Tyson Fury. Damn. Vince so he wants to do a triple threat of the combat sports. Combat sports. That'd be pretty interesting. But I think it's also, again, it, it's just throw Shaq in there too for NBA. Hell, bring back freaking Michael Jordan. Just say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go ahead and bring out all the legends. Fuck it. Why don't you just fucking make a 10-man battle royal? Where's Serena someone Williams? Someone from the NLB versus someone from the NHL versus yeah. someone from the NFL yeah. versus someone from NHL versus Brock versus Kane versus Tyson Fury yeah. versus fuck, throw Floyd Mayweather in there. Why yeah. don't you? Fuck it. Why not? It's like, why not? I think it's just, again, it brings up the fact that WWE is just trying to be more appealing to everybody. But the thing is, it's kind of like, this is WrestleMania 36. If this was WrestleMania 6, I understand, it might have worked then. It's not like that now. Wrestling fans are smarter. You know what's going on. I think the whole world knows what's going on in wrestling. But it's kind of like, you know, you're trying to bring the eyes to the product. I don't know if it'll work, you know. So, I mean, if you're looking at it from men's perspective. I don't think there's going to be a takeover before WrestleMania. Yeah, because I think they said that the worlds collide. No, that worlds collide. That's something else. Um, they're trying to have uh, takeover show up on on Sundays. So instead of doing it on Saturday, That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. For WrestleMania. Yeah. It might just be the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. on Saturday. That's right. And then the main show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's actually going to be like a six seven hour show, but yeah. it's going to include NXT people. Which I actually would not mind. Yeah. I mean, they should that have a, yeah. a seven-hour show. I would not complain about. Yeah. As long as it's a... How long was 35? Yeah. yeah. As long as it's good wrestling, I'm all game for it. But if it's just like... like how, long, how long was WrestleMania 35? WrestleMania 35 was almost six hours, I think. People were telling me. I think people that went, they and you probably heard it too. They left, I think, what, around like four or like three or four just to line up. That's if you want to reach the doors. 
People were there since like twelve, but they didn't get home people until like left. Yeah, yeah. People they left. didn't get home because the main event mm-hmm. ran over the time. Exactly, and then all the people said they missed the train. Yeah, so they had to wait. Yeah, either Uber, Lyft, or probably take like a train or whatever the case is. This fucking they had to take the um, New Jersey Transit. New Jersey Transit, but by that time it was closed, so. It was all kinds of fucked up. So, I mean, the thing is, it's kind of like, you know, you got to take into account. I mean, there were a lot of pissed off customers. They were like, yo, fuck this. We're not doing this shit again. You know? So, it's kind of, again, it's a headache. It's like, why, you know? And this is on the biggest city, of course, you know, New York City. Fucking, it's always fucking busy here. Why bother, you know? But, I mean, yeah, that's, you know. We talked about pretty much everything that's going on right now, of course. You know, we talk about all that stuff. Survivor Series moving forward. TLC is coming up. We're also going to have our year-end-in-review show, which is going to come up soon as well. We're going to be breaking down all the categories, like I just said, talk about everything from this past year, all the stuff from January to, to, to December, everything going on right there in wrestling. Um, again, be sure to check us out on all of our different platforms. We're on Anchor. We're on, we're on you, what you call it, YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Anchor might be, Anchor might be uh, fading out. Yeah, Anchor might be pulling a Kevin Dunn on us, so it might be Kevin Dunn trying to fucking pull strings on us, fucking asshole. But still, um, I mean, nonetheless, you can check us out on all those platforms. Rich runs the Twitter page of the podcast, our, uh, the Arsenal Wrestling and Podcast. And Instagram. Yep, and, and we will co-run the Instagram page. And then also we have... Which we actually stopped doing the birthdays. Yeah. We're actually doing something better. Yeah, much better. We're doing Superstar of the Week. Yeah, we're getting a lot more feedback. And recently we just had... Matt Riddle as one of the superstars of the week. But, but it wasn't superstar of the week. It was bro of the week. Really? Bro of the week. Yes, yes, yes. But now, I mean, uh, well, if you wanted to see who's next, you know, you could definitely check that uh, on our Instagram. Who's next? Um, let me see. Hold that thought. Uh, Nick actually has a good pick. Really? Well, you got to check that out. Next pick is money. That's all I got to say. Oh, so you got to check that out. Check that out on Instagram for sure. But I mean, on another let's just say he's better than you. Oh, okay. You should know who it is. I think I know. I think I know. Yeah, I got you. Very salty. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen. I know. I know. Actually, yeah. I got a good pick for my for one of my future picks. Mm. So, yeah. And again, I'm, I'm yeah. just going to leak it. Yeah. I'm just going to leak it. My pick, because I have solid picks for the next three selections for me. Mm-hmm. In four weeks, mm-hmm. my superstar of the week is freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. OJ. Right there. That's what's up, man. I'm telling you. So, I mean, of course, it's going to be AEW stars, ROA you stars. Know what's funny? Yeah. He's never wrestled a match in AEW. But he's the most over wrestler in AEW. He's over like Undertaker right now. That's wild. Like him and Undertaker are on the same level right now. If you were to see like compare side to side, you would see like Undertaker just as much as you would see OJ, uh, OC, and uh, which called um, Orange Cassidy. And then you would go, holy shit. Like, you know, damn. We rarely see this guy. He gets the same uh, kind of pop. Like, you know how the he's, lights go out? He's only, he's only been in two matches in AEW, and they were both battle royals. That's right. And he shows up in a lot of backstage segments, so, you know. Just I, randomly. Just yeah, sitting there. Just randomly. Sitting there, chilling. That's the thing. So, you know. But, yeah, I mean. And all he says is, yup. Yep. That's all. Or, nah. Yeah. He's just mad chill about everything. And, again, he's, like, blowing up everyone on social media. I had my non-wrestling friends tell me, like, holy shit, look at this guy. He just has hands in his pocket wrestling the whole match. That just comes to show you what AEW is doing. So, I mean, you can check that out, too. But, you know, if you go to all these old-school wrestlers, yeah. oh, Orange Cassidy is just a horrible gimmick. That's right. He's not even a real wrestler. He's actually really talented. He is. He is, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I mean, we'll be talking about him and a lot of other guys from AEW also. So, I mean, of course, now that AEW came in this year, we'll be probably bringing that up in our year-end review or our Slammer Lammy show as well. So, you can I know, we will. We definitely will. Definitely it's will. Definitely going to a lot of wrestlers are definitely going to be winning awards. Definitely, definitely. And you can say, check that out. Again, it's all on YouTube. It's all on there. Again, check out Facebook, Instagram, all the other social media sites. You check out there, you know. Uh, but, yeah, this is the Mastermind. Actually, Sal, uh, Sal yeah. I might have some news. 
yeah. which I'm going to mention now, and I'm going to talk to about it, talk about it later with you in on Facebook. Okay. How would you like a theme song theme for song. the show? Really? Yeah. We should. I mean, I, we haven't. We've been on for what five years. I think it's time for that. Because if you've been following our Instagram page over the last couple months. I've been posting a music artist who I am friends with, and he's been shouting us out on his page. Yeah, I've seen it. I should talk to him, mm -hmm. see if he could do a song for us. Oh, really? That'd be dope, yeah. His name is Bando. Mm -hmm. That's his rap name. Really? I'm really close with him. Really? As I said, I've shouted him out on our Instagram story. Mm -hmm. And he shouted us out on his Instagram story. I've seen that, yeah. <coughs> so, if I speak to him, is that something you would want? Definitely, definitely. To see what he can say. If anything, we can always see what to do from there. I mean, of course, 2020, a lot of big things are coming up. So, you know, we're going to be making a lot of changes, too. So, you know, you're going to see that in, in the next couple of weeks, too. Because, yeah, 2020 is coming to an end. You, should you be doing the promo video soon? Well, it might be. I'm not sure. I haven't decided that yet. I'm still trying to get as much content as I can and try to see what I know around this time last year, you were starting to produce the, the intro, yeah. The for 2018. 2018, yeah, yeah. So now I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably have to work on it to see what's there. But yeah, definitely. I mean, you could always you know check that out if anything. It's on our YouTube page, if anything, too. So I, I definitely, I'll let you get, I'll keep you guys close on that, too. But definitely, if we have like a theme song, for sure, I'm down for that, too. And I'll talk to him. I'll write to him today. Yeah. And see what he says. That's right, yeah. That's sure. right, yeah. So, with that being said, yeah. this yeah. is the big guy Rich signing off. Yeah. This is Sal, yeah, Sal signing off. Yeah. We'll see you guys out. And also check out yeah. PWO, Processing Opinion. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. What, that's plug number what, seven? Number seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Same. Orange Cassidy, Freshly Squeezed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys out. See you guys.